in the search, website. Search my name right here. And uh, it, you won't have anything. How do you know? He because searched I searched all of our every names. fucking person that I knew. He told <laughs> me about it. Because <laughs> I texted Parsons and I said, hey. How did Reggie Wayne come up? Because then I was just searching like Colts players, Pacers players, oh, okay. just to see if they had stuff Wait. in there. Jake 50 Allen. cents. 50 cents. Refunds. What deal. the hell? Oh, shit. Give me my money. <laughs> Give me my money. Welcome back to episode eight of the Second Unit Podcast. My name is Zach Parsons. As always, joined by my co-host, Jake DeBon, and producer Ben on the ones and twos. And for the second time, we have Alex Saban joining us today. Back. Recurring guest. Am I the first, first recurring first, guest? First First guest and then first recurring guest. Right. So back for, huge. back for round that two. huge. If you hated him before, you get more of him now. So <laughs> that's good. But first, I think we have to start all of this off. Aaron Rodgers traded to the New York Jets. Alex Saban, Minnesota Vikings fan. I am a Chicago Bears fan. He has been tormenting our lives since 2008, beating me twice a year. I'm not going to speak for the Vikings, but beating me twice a year, most years. And he's officially out of our hair and gone. Saving thoughts. It's uh, maybe the mic did catch just that breath out yeah. of not having to know twice a year. There's a very strong t- chance I'm going to watch my team just get pummeled. Yes. Um, yeah. Half of my life watching yeah. that. And like when I was younger, you know, I was aware of Brett Favre, but like I was young enough that I didn't really understand. It was just, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Aaron Rodgers out of the NFC North. Incredible. Thank God it's done. I'm sick of hearing about it, waiting on it. So, yeah. well, good, and good riddance. Brett Favre gave you got you a couple good years. Yeah, then we got one so, good year, Brett yeah, Favre. Yeah, that was cool until it wasn't. But if the Saints didn't have that, we're going to try to kill people plan. Then right. Brett probably takes the Vikings to the Super Bowl that year yeah. and plays the Colts. Maybe wins it. Right? That was a Colts year. That would have been Colts Vikings. Maybe yeah. wins it. Wow, well, what a Super Bowl that would have been. I was. I would have loved to beat both your teams. That would have right. been fun. <laughs> Just to, okay, easy there. Just to uh, just to give the compensation here, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers pick fifteen and pick one fifty in this year's draft. The Packers get pick thirteen, pick forty two, pick two hundred seven in this year's draft. A conditional twenty twenty four second that becomes a first if Rodgers plays sixty five percent of the snaps. I am kind of surprised that there's no clause of like like if he just retires after this season, the Jets get nothing, which I thought was weird. I thought that's where the Jets would like put their foot down and be like, no, we're not doing this unless he plays two years for us. But clearly that didn't happen. Which I think definitely could happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, everyone is billing this as an instant success for the Jets, right? Mm -hmm. Now, as a Colts fan, I've been partially down this road. I I will admit, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play better than um, the Matt Ryan's, the the Phil Philip Rivers played good for the Colts, but I think Rodgers will be better. Than that. Are higher, right? And it's New York, right? He has already had issues with the media when the media he couldn't is, handle Green Bay media exactly, and he wants to do New York, New York media now. Right, it's going to be awesome. It seemed like every year around wait. Week Six, the media was pressuring him. He had to do the whole relax thing. Yeah. So what's it going to be like in New York when the New York Post is putting all kinds of crazy things right. on the back page of that 100%. newspaper? So. Yeah, looking at the Jets' offense on paper now, it's, it's like sick. very, it's good, but it was just very underwhelming because just the idea of having Aaron Rodgers like, oh, their offense is going to be so great. Brees Hall coming off what an ACL, mm-hmm. he was awesome when he was healthy, yeah. but coming off an ACL, no guarantees yeah. that anything sure. is going to be what it was. And then the receivers, the top two on the um, 
picture I saw was Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard. Well, Alan Lazard was on the Packers last year. How much of an upgrade is Garrett Wilson over Christian Watson at the end of last year? I think probably a decent upgrade. I think Garrett Wilson's a lot better than Christian Watson as an NFL wide receiver. But but to me, I know what you're saying. The only difference in the offense. Oh, and they added Michael Hardman. He'll put up whatever numbers he put up last year. The saddest thing looking at this for me is you still see Zach Wilson on this page. Yeah. You still see Zach Wilson. That's that's what I'm most – well, okay. I just want to respond to your point of, like, how much of an upgrade is this really going to be for the Jets? Zach Wilson was the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. Right. Right. Their offense is much better. I'm just saying with the weapons they have, it's not anything special. It doesn't pass the eye test. Is Brees Hall going to be ready for the season? Yeah. You think so? He should. Right. I mean, he tore it early, right? Yeah. Okay. That, that'll make me feel a lot better and knowing Brees Hall what, feels Michael good. Carter's a good running back, too. And right. Ty Johnson has played well. And Zonovan Knight was taking snaps from uh, Michael Carter last year. So they, they have some dudes that can run the ball. I mean, Ty Johnson doesn't make this team. No. He, well, he's a special teams guy. He might be a fourth running back for right. him. But who knows? Yeah, he's the most likely to get cut from this, from this group they have right now, right? Here, but, here's okay. my biggest win as part of the Jets, okay? Yeah. They still move down only two spots this year. Right. They still get that 15th pick. Yeah. That's huge. They, can they could add, draft a receiver there. They could draft a receiver. They could draft an offensive lineman to They're help Rodgers up front. Draft an offensive lineman. That'll help the run game, too, yeah. which is the quarterback's best friend. So I still think that there are positives to this trade for the Jets. It's just I, I'd move forward cautiously is what i would say but i you know you guys know i'm the number one green bay packers hater you probably know and i don't want you to tell anybody this is the trust tree we're in here (laughs) we're talking here no one's listening i think the packers really fucking killed this trade i really do they got so much for a guy that wasn't going to play for them next year regardless right and 60 million dollars off off their books and it's like they're going to get a first round pick a second round pick and move up two spots for a guy that wasn't going to play for them regardless, which that scares me. I'm going to be honest with you there. Well, I mean, I guess you should only be scared if you think Jordan Love's going to be good. Well, it, that's actually, I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, I would like your both of your opinion on this because my opinion is before, what game did he play in last year? I can't remember who he played against, but he threw like it a 75-yard. The Eagles, like, I think. Yeah, the Eagles. But he threw like a 70-yard or 75-yard like drag route to Christian Watson that he took all the way to the to the end zone. And Tebow threw that pass to... Yeah, and, but, <laughs> everybody, but before that pass, Packers right. fans That's were like, this is the worst fucking quarterback yeah. of all time. And now he made the one drag route throw, and it's like, oh, we're fine. Right. Oh, Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, he's the he's next up. And it's like, I don't, I don't know about that, guys. Yeah. So the I only, think that's funny. The only reason I think it was the Eagles is because I'm pretty sure it was Darius Slay. There was a quote yeah. after the oh, game yeah, where he was he's like, like he could ball. oh, Jordan Love was like yeah. really slinging it. And then I was like, oh, you know, he's really good. Yeah. So he must be. Oh no, yeah. like. And that was the other thing is, oh, thank God Aaron Rodgers is gone. And if I say too much about it, then mm-hmm. Jordan Love's going to come and be the next yeah. one. And I'm I'm not too worried about it. Jordan Love is the worst quarterback in the NFC North now by a substantial margin, in my opinion. See, I, over Goff, a substantial margin between he, Goff Jared and Love. Jared Goff was awesome last I year. I mean, he's been good. He's been good for the Lions. But I don't was, know if it's substantial. Goff was like a top eight quarterback in the league last year. He I just was. Know. They had a great running game, too. 29-7. and seven, <laughs> But look at his last like seven games. I don't think he threw an interception in his last seven games or some, something like that. I don't know if you have the game logs, but... It's Jared Goff had a very very good season last year. Yeah, the Lions, the Lions as a whole had a good yeah, season. Yeah, his last but, his last interception came eleven six against the Packers. Yeah, 
So he played half the season without throwing a pick. That's pretty good. As somebody who's unbiased with the Packers, I don't hate them. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is like a 6-11 and 11 team currently constructed. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about yeah. the Packers next year. I think I think they might be a little bit better than that, but I don't know. Well, we have to see what happens with the draft, right? Drafts this right. Thursday, so a lot can change before before the season starts. But Aaron Rodgers, gone, out, Thank finito. God. His own family doesn't like him. Yeah, facts. <laughs> it's just going to be hilarious when the Packers inevitably draft like Jackson Smith and Jake Black I can't, 13. I, I can't wait for them to draft a wide receiver. It's going to be round. hilarious. It's going to be awesome. It- <laughs> Because they're going to justify it's like, oh, we have a young quarterback, add a young wide receiver. We don't. We just lost a couple weapons via free agency. Yeah. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, you got to be thinking, I'd still be there if yeah. you guys would have done this, you know, five six years earlier, right. or two years earlier, right? Or last right. year, or yes. <laughs> or this year, if you tell me, you know. <laughs> so, Aaron, I promise yeah. this is the year. Right. I know we've been saying this for a long time. I swear no to God, it's happening. <laughs> But uh, last thing that I, the last thing I have on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers before we move on is the Green Bay Packers have now had 32 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacks and have two Super Bowls to show for it. So embarrassing, pretty bad franchise, if you ask me. So I mean, I can't talk too much crap as a Colts fan. Do you got a lot have, of good quarterback play? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the right. Colts are kind of in that same same. At boat. least we got one. Got one. <laughs> do uh, Do you guys have anything else on Rodgers before we move on? What let's do a quick what do you think the Jets end at? What's the record at the end of twenty twenty it's January of twenty twenty four. What yeah. are the where are the Jets sitting? Do they win that division? Mm. Not with the Bills, right? Probably. Seventeen game season. I bet they yeah. go like eleven and six. Okay, so that's definitely a playoff team. Yeah. Definitely a playoff team. What do you what about you, Saving? Maybe yeah. ten and seven. Probably say so, yeah, I'll say ten and seven. I the think Jets 10 were, and seven the, right. the Jets were a quarterback away last year from making the Super Bowl. If Aaron Rodgers can just be like Plug and play. If he could be like a top like 13 right. quarterback in the NFL this season, I think the Jets are going to be in the right. conversation for uh, making a deep playoff run. Right. If you really believe it, like they were actually quarterback away. And Zach Wilson was one of the worst quarterbacks. He was in the worst. So. And that was in Mike White made that team look decent. And the, exactly. And that was in a league with Russell Wilson last year. Zach Wilson yeah. was worse than Russell Wilson to give you an idea of how bad Zach Wilson was. So there's that. Moving on. More quarterback quarterback news. This is kind of going to lead into the draft a little bit. I have a few few draft notes here. Uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance may be the next quarterback on the move to the Houston Texans, perhaps, is, is some things that – some rumblings that I've been seeing happening here. Um, Texans don't really maybe, – maybe don't want to draft a quarterback at two. Maybe trade something cheap for Trey Lance and draft a defensive player at two. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, to me, this goes back to the S2 scores, mm-hmm. right? So CJ Stroud failed miserably. Mm-hmm. He scored 18. All the other guys were scoring in the, like, at the worst, low to mid 60s. Right. Hooker, I think, was at 79. Or not Hooker. Hooker was at 74. Richardson, 79. And then Bryce Young was at 98. Yeah. And Levis was at 93. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud, 18%. So if Bryce Young goes one and the Texans just hate these guys, Trey, Trey makes a lot of sense. With the S2 scores, I guess I don't know a lot about it, and you two probably have better takes about this, but I just I don't want to blindly just say just because you scored poor on this test, you're going to be a bad quarterback. Well, I think that's a little lazy. Here's what an anonymous GM said about the S2 scores, which I know every GM's going to have their own opinion. Right. Getting well, high well, with the S2 scores, only like half the teams use them. Not right. Even like 
It's recent. It's like yeah. a seven. It's right. a, within the, the last seven years, the NFL started using this. It originally right. was developed for the MLB. Yeah. So one GM said scoring high in the S2 score does not guarantee that you're going to be a good quarterback in this league. Right. But scoring low below an 80 guarantees that you will be a bad quarterback. I don't that's know. Now, listen, that's just that guy knows more than he's right. That's Maybe. his job. To we'll do see. This. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I, do, I just for me personally, I just don't really choose to believe just because you do bad on a test right. you're going to be bad as an nfl quarterback i mean who but, knows what was going on with him that day right i mean there could have been external factors right. at play but 18 is really low yeah, it's not good it's <laughs> what not do you good, what do you think not a good well first off for the for the for the people at home s2 is some sort of cognitive recognition yeah. test where you get some sort of visual like stimulus and how you, yeah right? quickly you can react to it or something images so flash on the screen and you have to like tell them what the images are and you have to make decisions on what you would do would you throw into this coverage now and right. they flash that image and then the quarterback will decide i would i would not i'd right. go here i'd go there so it's it's pretty extensive from yeah. what i understand i think it's a useful tool but Sure. I've I've been seeing a lot of stuff, a lot of people online that are like, "Oh, C.J. Stroud, he's a bum now because he didn't do well on a test." And it's like, I don't. Yeah. Right. Maybe he will be a bum, but I don't think it's because he did bad on a test. I don't know. See, I would love to jump blindly into. I'm just all in on S two means S2 everything. S two means everything. If, if you're high on the S two, great. Okay. But the same thing, like there was. Uh, I saw the graphic you saw. There was some random quarterback that I have no idea got like a 96%. Right. I'm not saying, oh, he's going right. to be amazing. Exactly. But I do buy into the, oh, you only got 18% or 16 mm. or whatever it was. That Yeah, it's not good. good for sure. The quarterback but. class last year, guess who was the highest score? Brock Purdy. R- Brock Purdy. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't know if yeah. they, if we'll Brock Purdy's happens. only positive was he scored high in the S two and then he turned out to be a pretty good starter for obviously the Niners are pretty, a great team around him right but Brock Purdy is showing a lot of potential where the Niners are now thinking about trading their quarterback that they traded up for right um, so I don't yeah. know quick shout out Jake Hayner from Fresno State yeah. the ninety six Jake Hayner he's uh, the next Purdy he's, no you're kind of joking about that but Jake Hayner is gonna be a good NFL quarterback that's my favorite because like, he scored high on us too yeah exactly <laughs> that's the exact reason Confirmed. no but that dude at Fresno State can fucking ball like he is gonna be a guy that will come in in a couple years he'll be a backup and like get us get a shot and perform where's he well. projected to go now Parsons do you I know I think he's I think he's probably gonna be a fourth to like fifth sixth round quarterback i mean it's not going to take a lot to get him because i it's it's funny with these quarterbacks i was listening to ryan rosillo's most recent pot or not most recent but one of his most recent podcasts with todd mcshay and daniel jeremiah and they were talking about the history the last few years of first round quarterback or of quarterbacks being drafted and how uh, i can't remember the exact numbers but it was basically like all the quarterbacks either get drafted in the first round or they get drafted in like the fourth round or third round. There's no second round quarterbacks because teams think if you are going to be good enough to be a second round pick, we want the fifth year option on a, on a first round quarterback. So that's why they draft them there. But as far as like, just uh, like, I think he's probably like a third round talent. I really do. I think he deserves to be a third round pick. I don't think he'll go that late or that, I think he'll go later than that, but I think he'll actually be really good. So there's Just that. One last thing on the S2 since we already got so deep into it. Yes. Uh, Hendon Hooker, 46%. Right. I said 74. That's- Super embarrassing for him because he had, what, eight years yeah. of college <laughs> to study up? That's a good up. point. That's a good and point. And he well, only, he Bennett's. can't even get half of it. Does Stetson Bennett not get one of these? 
That's a good question. He wasn't on that list. Yeah, Stetson Bennett is like our age, so let's see. Now he's not on this list at all, so Stetson Bennett's going to be a bum, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, that might have been in the drunk tank while they were taking the test. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> Miss it. But but what do you think of Trey Lance getting a second shot with Houston potentially as a starting quarterback? Would If you're the Houston GM, would you rather – roll with Trey Lance and draft either Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson at two, or would you rather draft one of these quarterbacks? Here's what I'll say, okay? I don't know. I'm obviously not as plugged in as some of these writers. Mm -hmm. These writers seem to think that if Bryce Young's off the board, the Texans are not going quarterback. The Texans, if you watch enough Texans football like I do, Davis Mills, he's not awful, but he's not the answer. So if you really need to address the quarterback situation like Houston does – then and you really believe in these S two scores, you want Bryce Young, he's your guy. Then trading for Trey Lance makes a ton of sense. Right. They should do it, in my opinion. And yeah. I think it's only going to help Trey Lance too to get a fresh start. Trey Lance just point. needs to play. That's exactly. all he needs to do, and like he needs just a shot somewhere to play. I think for the Texans, it just depends on what they would have to give up to get Trey Lance. Because if it's not that much, then absolutely take a shot on the guy. What if it's like was, a what if it's a second rounder? I would immediately that, do it for a second round of the Colts. I would say probably. Um, but just that the other part of it is, if they don't love any of these quarterbacks right now, draft one of the elite defensive guys mm-hmm. and then get yourself in that same spot next year oh, yeah. for the 100%. great quarterback class. So if you can just put it off for a year mm-hmm. and built elsewhere for the team, then, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So yes, they could and should, or if they don't, I think they're yeah. still fine. Well, and to your point, I guess I'm just thinking out loud now. Trey Lance is now nearing a second contract, which is the bad part. The reason you brought up the fifth year option, you draft one of these guys, you immediately have them for, I mean, relatively cheap for four for, years, especially for a quarterback. These guys are getting the mega deals, mm-hmm. so maybe that's what will it will t- even if Bryce Young's gone, it might tip the scale True. for Houston to be like, well. Let's draft one of these guys. We have them for five years cheap. True. We'll see what happens. Yeah, there'll be. It'll be interesting. I'm so excited for this draft. I can't. I'm wait. so excited. I'm. I'm definitely at the point where it's like I just want it to be here, and I'm sick of hearing about it, even though we're talking about it right now. So appreciate you listening, but you know. Um. Uh. So I'm sick of hearing about it. You want to hear me say something else? Yeah, about but it? you want to hear talk? Hear me talk about it? <laughs> uh. But you know what I'm saying. But anyway. Right. No, I get um. It. McShay and, and Daniel Jeremiah, they were talking about the Colts and how even if Stroud is available at four, that they both seem to believe that there's a strong chance that the Colts take Will Levis at four. Yeah, I, there's a lot of Will Levis he's, talk. He's the, he's the favorite. He's the odds-on favorite for to two. To be the number two pick I saw now, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising to me, like kind of crazy to me. But. I think these guys around the league, it's kind of Zach Wilson-y to me, feels that way, yeah. where he's like – just shot up draft boards yeah. as we've gone. He works out well. Yeah. He measures well. Looks he's, great in shorts. Exactly. And he's a big, strong, young kid. I mean, he looks like how a quarterback should look. Yeah. And I think that one of these teams is going to fall in love with him. I just hope it's not the Colts. I would, I would, if, because I think Will Levis, honestly, he's going to be better year one than Richardson. But I think down the line, they're just the same project. Yeah. So I'd rather have the tools that Richardson has. Right. That's why I'd be so disappointed if, yeah. like, let's say – it goes haywire and the Colts have the second choice at quarterback mm-hmm. and Will Levis is the pick. I'm going to, that's going to even make me jump off a ledge even more. Yeah. Yep. I saw hopefully unsubstantiated rumors, just random people on Twitter who don't know what they're talking about. Say that the Vikings are trying to have conversations about moving up into the yeah. top three to 
probably try to grab Will Levis. And then I re-looked at his numbers from last year, and I'll be right with you jumping off the edge yeah. if we move up to get the production that Will Levis gave us. It's so bad. I was going to say, you should not you, – you will not like Will Levis if you care about college production at all, and Anthony right. Richardson. You won't like either of them if you care about college production at all. Well, I don't only put college production, but it matters some. Yeah, that's for sure. That's how I view it. That's why I could talk myself into a guy like Richardson and not Levis. They both – had the same production right but you can just see it with richardson and mm. more that's why but although i still want stroud for the record i still want the colts to have stroud you want the dumb the dumb dumb cj Stroud. yep you're the one that said you don't believe in the s2 i'm the one that preaching for the s2 <laughs> but yeah. i know i know i th- i still believe in cj stroud i think cj stroud is going to be a very good nfl quarterback i think he's going to be the best quarterback and stroud, okay but. somebody put this on twitter give cj stroud a hopefully Fixed offensive line. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce. I mean, there are weapons on this offense for CJ Stroud to thrive in. There's like one in. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, there was an argument. Weapons. Jonathan Taylor is the top three running back in the NFL when yeah. he's healthy. There's like one, That's huge. I'll give you two full weapons on your uh, offense. Right, yeah. I mean, Michael, you hate on Michael Pittman more than I don't than hate most. on Michael no, Pittman. No, you do. No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you, okay. You but Michael said, Pittman shouldn't be a number one wide receiver in the NFL. No, he, he just should. shouldn't. He's real close. He's no, like right okay, at that late got 20s, it. early 30s, and that's a number one. Because Not every Because team. he's the number one wide receiver on that team. That's why he has those But the thing is, you're... Okay, you're comparing Michael Pittman to somebody that's going to have top 10 production. Only 10 teams going to have top 10 production from wide receiver. Well, I, I'm just telling you, I don't if you if my football team has Michael Pittman Jr. as the number 1 wide receiver and Alec Pierce as the number 2 wide receiver, I'm not happy with the weapon situation. I'm just not. That's crazy. That's crazy coming not. from a Bears fan who has watched like fourth and fifth stringers play once and I know for it's not great. Years. I know I know <laughs> shitty wide receivers better than anyone, dude. I get it. Give but, these guys good quarterback play. Matt Ryan couldn't throw the ball more than 10 yards downfield. We'll find out. Yeah, I think Michael Pittman Jr., if he's your number two receiver, that's that's the dream, right? I think I don't think he's a bad receiver, but I just don't know if you want him as your number one receiver. That's all. I have four NFL draft props for you boys that I want to get your thoughts on. I've placed all these wagers already. We don't condone underage gambling. Only gamble if you're 21, <laughs> and if you're in a legal gambling state, we're in the state of Indiana, so you can do that. First one, Bijan Robinson, under draft position, 13 and a half. Over. He's going to go over. So, like, meaning that he, I think he goes 10 to the Eagles. he goes top 13? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I think he goes so. 10 to the Eagles. I think over. I think over these te- these teams hate drafting running back. It's just I, like a I understand what you're saying, rule. but <laughs> but Dijon Robinson is built different. <laughs> Bijan Robinson yeah. oh. <laughs> got we Dijon like mustard. That, mustard. that would be a pretty sick nickname. Like if his name wasn't Bijan and just like we have a little <laughs> just for the listeners at home. Ben's writing writing these down and he he spelled Bijan Robinson thinking it was Dijon. Like the so, mustard. But like the mustard. So Bijan Robinson under 13 and a half. Will Anderson, uh, first defensive player drafted plus 100. Tyree Wilson is now the favorite at minus 150 to be the first, uh, first defensive player drafted. And I just really don't know what the fuck we're doing anymore if we're talking about Tyree Wilson being drafted ahead of Will Anderson. I don't know if we've watched, I don't know if I watched the same game as everybody else. Like, well, Wilson's going to be amazing too. 
He's not going to be Will Anderson. I agree. I think Will Anderson should go first, but he's going to be really good. But he's like, top five talent. But like he's we're splitting hairs it's, here. It's all with with Tyree Wilson. It's all traits. That's my issue. Is that like the only reason why he shot up draft boards is because of traits? Not like he was he played well at Texas Tech. Like I get it, but like I just don't understand why this guy is better now than he was four months ago right. when he was playing college football. That's what always happens. Is yeah, like you haven't played a single down no. of a football game from the time you weren't this yeah. high up, and now all of a sudden, right? And it always happens every position all over. Yeah, the place, so, so like I, agree, I, don't, I don't get it either. I don't get that, and I'll probably lose that bet. I would fine. bet that bet too. I'll, but, I'll bet that one. But I, I just have a hard time doing that. Yeah. Bijan's not going top 30. I'm fading that one. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll go. Uh, my third bet is over one and a half running backs taken in the first round. Uh, I think Bijan is going to be a top 10 pick. And I think Jameer Gibbs is going to get drafted probably by the Cowboys late in the first round. I think that guy mm-hmm. has Cowboys written all over him. Um, it's a guy. Oh, if Bijan Robinson is there where the Cowboys pick they're obviously going to pick him but I I do think both those guys are going to be first round running backs. Who's the other running back? Jameer Gibbs. Oh Jameer Gibbs. He's like uh he catches passes. He kind he's kind of like Alvin Kamara, very kind of similar in my opinion to Alvin Kamara, so uh and then my last pick under four and a half quarterbacks taken in the first round plus 102. I think there's oh, going to That's a lock. I think there's going to be – I think there's one or two of these quarterbacks are going to take, you know, take a little bit mm-hmm. of a slide, and I don't think Hinton Hooker's a first-round quarterback. Yeah. So – I think you're crazy in today's game that two two running backs are going to get drafted. See what happens. Round. I mean, I don't know. So I, I love that last one, though, for the record. Love it. So there you go. So those are, those are the four. Those are the four picks uh, that I have for the NFL draft. I don't have anything else on the NFL draft. Actually, one more thing. Boston College coach Jeff Hafley says that he has talked to NFL coaches who have told they're impressed by Zay Flowers. They didn't transfer from Boston College. I saw that. Stuck it out. (laughs) Right. So, like, and it's interesting, and I bring this up because with all this transfer portal stuff and NIL and how everything is, Zay Flowers, who's been the best receiver in the ACC last year, could have gone to a different school, could have gone to a Clemson or a Georgia or an Alabama and like probably been the first receiver taken in this draft if right. he played at Alabama. And I think it says a lot about a guy that kind of was like, I came here to like build something and I'm actually going to like stick through it. Well, in not even that, it says to me he's loyal to somebody in right. that program. Yeah. True. And loyalty goes, goes a long way. way. Also, you give a program your word yeah. that you're – coming there right you're gonna play there you're gonna do your best for them mm-hmm. and i think these nfl franchises will take a lot of stock in that yeah do I agree you, you think he promised his grandfather on his deathbed that he would go there and stay there like george hill did for oh true uh, IUPUI. is that where he was yeah, yeah. IUPUI. yep when he definitely could have he averaged so many points at IUPUI. <laughs> yes like high 20s i think it was maybe even low 30s yes yeah, so good there but yeah, I don't know. I just I just saw I just saw that Zay Flowers story and just thought it was interesting and I think it's an interesting look at at some of these guys how NFL teams look at them that the the non-transfers I think are going to get a little bit of a bump from some of these NFL teams for like you said loyalty. To have a 1000 yards receiving for uh, a very poor Boston College team was is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, last NFL story and then we're going to move on to the NBA. The gambling 
the gambling story. Oh yeah, all those Lions oh. players got suspended. the the main The main player was Jamison Williams, suspended six games. Okay, why did some of them get six, and why did some of them get a year? So Jamison Williams only got six games because he placed a bet on a sport, a non NFL sport in the facility. You're not supposed to do. You can bet on games as an NFL player. You can bet on games if it's not NFL games. Okay. And, and it can't he, be on team grounds. Right. And you can't be in the facility placing the bets. So that's why Jameson Williams got in trouble. Yeah. And apparently that includes like the practice facility, yeah. team hotels, on the plane, like anywhere that you're a team associated yep. thing. So that field, the six game suspension guys is like an honest mistake. Right. Like, you're probably not even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. He probably like put a bet in on the bus and he probably bet like the Pirates day game money line, you know, on the way, on the way to practice or something, you know, Pete just, Alonso, but that Pete Alonso, yeah, Pete Alonzo home runs or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is a failure though, from someone inside the Lions organization. There has to be a coach dedicated to this stuff, like a quality control coach or how that's about, teaching these young kids guys do it. Well, there just is, do it. that's the, that's problem. what I'm saying. He failed. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> that guy needs to really take well, a no, hard look. No, it's not, it's not someone for the lions. It's the NFL puts all of these guys, um, through like, uh, well, I was listening to Peter Schrager on part of my take today and he was saying, cause he works for the NFL. He's an NFL employee technically that he, they put them through all of these like courses of like what you can and can't do. And he's like, it's a hundred percent on these players. Like these players know right. what the fuck they're supposed to do and not do. Like the NFL has given them everything they need to like not fuck up basically. And they're still fucking up. So I, I think you have to kind of just blame them at this blame point. them and I, That's fair. I and i saw the lions cut cj moore and quintus cephas i think so um yeah you don't want to be a fringe guy doing no that stupid definitely stuff. not definitely not <laughs> you just that. lose your job right but <laughs> i think sports gambling it'll probably in football it'll stay away from football right but like i think it won't be too long before that ends up with like marijuana like the way that marijuana is not mm-hmm. a problem for yeah. a lot of professional leagues now where it's like, oh, right. sports gambling, the way it's taken off. Right. That, like, the NBA doesn't test take that it anymore. Marijuana, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you on the sports game. I, yeah, they're never going to allow guys to bet on NFL games, but you're right. Like, well, I mean, they let them bet on anything else now. As long as, you, as, long as you're not betting the NFL, you're fine. So it is what it is. Uh, NBA playoffs. I watched two of the games yesterday that I kind of wanted to to talk about. The first one was Cavs Knicks. Uh, Cavs are up three or Knicks are up three one in the series. Um, One hundred two ninety three. I don't know how much of the game you guys watched, but Josh Hart was the hero in my opinion. Came up with so many hustle plays at the end, made a miracle like uh, shot clock expiring shot. And then got a big rebound with about two and a half left to kick it to Brunson for what I thought was the backbreaking three to win the game for him. But the Knicks are rolling. The Knicks are rolling the Cavs right now. And yeah, like, you know, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, there, there's that. But uh, Josh Hart's the one that was college teammates with, with Brunson. Brunson. They got him at the deadline mm-hmm. this year. Both went to Villanova. Yep, those Villanova team that won a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said this after game one. The Knicks looked good. Yeah, and. Who would have thought that it was the team that doesn't have Donovan Mitchell right now that's playing just way better? Jalen Brunson's the best player in the series. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell played awful. 5 of 18, 11 points. Um, he couldn't get anything One of going. nine in the second half. Without Darius Garland, this Cavs team's not even in this game. If Garland doesn't have that third quarter, I don't know how many points he had in the third quarter, but if he doesn't have that third quarter, then this is a 30-point blowout. Right. Like, it was bad. And the one last thing I'll say about the Cavs, 
it must be it is because we know Karis LeVert is one of the most frustrating people to watch play basketball <sighs> because he is either really good or just a nightmare to watch or unplayable. Yeah, that's what I'm sick. saying. It's it's bad. what's that? I said he was sick. Leave him alone. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's true. We saved that guy's life potentially. Yeah, we did the, save that guy's the, life. Well, the Pacers, we the, Pacers the Pacers saved Pacers that guy's did. life. The Pacers. That's did. we. That's the, we. The royal we. We've given blood, sweat, and tears to the Pacers. Sure. That's we now. Fair. Uh, one thing I noticed here was that Julius Randle played really bad in this game and didn't close the game. Uh, he he got pulled. Yeah, to, Obi Toppin to was playing good. Game. And but what I thought was really impressive is that Julius Randle wasn't pouting on the bench. That he was like up. He was the first guy off the bench, like cheering, high fiving his teams, like or his team. That that was a very easy place for him to just get pouty and sad, and he didn't, which was very cool to see. You don't see that a lot from NBA stars in 2023 unfortunately i think the knicks play a brand of basketball where they could go to the conference finals i really believe that yeah i mean they play hard they play good defense thibodeau plays all of his guys i mean plays all of his guys so to like runs them into the ground so brunson 29 6 and 6 and 11 to 22 shooting five and nine from three the good thing the knicks have for like the thing the knicks have going for them is they know if they need a big shot taken, it's going to be Jalen Brunson that takes it every time. And he hits a lot of them. He's, nice to have one of those guys. He is need him. He, he is awesome. Awesome. And then the other series I wanted to talk about was Kings warriors. The series has probably had the most hype of any of the playoff series. And it's lived up to the hype and probably even excelled, like, you know, exceeded the hype. Um, De'Aaron Fox is out for game five, unfortunately, or Liss is doubtful, I guess. I don't, we don't 100% know, but he fractured his finger, I want to say. Yeah, it's oh, like the no. tip of his finger. Yeah. yeah. And I saw that he's going to try to play through it, but he is listed as doubtful. Yeah. So that, that unfortunately, uh, unfortunately kind of spoils the series a little bit potentially, but uh, what have Jake, what have you thought about the series so far? I mean, both these teams play terrible on the road. We knew this going in. We kind of talked about it going into the playoffs. So uh, the Kings have the home court advantage, which is going to be huge. Fox, obviously that one hurts. And I think he's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. 38 points. I mean, them trading Halliburton to the Pacers really unlocked Aaron Fox more than anything, Mm -hmm. which is a huge key. And I think that, Unfortunately, with that injury, I think Golden State might figure out a way. They have that championship pedigree to right. win this series. But, I mean, if you're a Kings fan, you got to be so proud of this team. But also, Harrison Barnes just makes that shot, which oh, is a great look. He was then wide open. They're up 3 1. True, yeah. <laughs> true. Wide open at the end. Very true. Um, Draymond starting the game on the bench, I thought was interesting. I don't really know why that happened, if it was like a. They were trying to punish him, but I guess Draymond was okay with coming off the bench. He, he played well. He played really well defensively. He held the Kings to 33% shooting as the primary defender in the second half and held De'Aaron Fox to 28% shooting as the primary defender. So kicked ass defensively. The first few minutes he, he came into the game, they ran like, I want to say, two or three like offensive plays for him to get him going. He finished, I think, with almost a triple-double, 12. Almost, yep. 12 10 and seven. 7 off the bench. So, yeah, he was he was very good in in game 4 for sure. Um, but that's really all I have on on the NBA. Do you guys have anything you would like to bring up NBA wise? The only other thing we need to mention is now Deontay Murray is suspended in that Hawks Celtics series. That's that 
series is over anyway, yeah. but now it's really, really yeah, over. Yeah, super over. He bumped oh, a no. ref. Can't bump a ref. Can't bump a ref. No, last thing on the NBA, and I know I'm talking to two of the biggest haters LeBron James has, so this will this will be well, fun to talk about. I've grown out of it now. I mean, he doesn't. it doesn't affect the Pacers currently. Yeah. So. Go um, on. I think it's awesome what's going on in this Lakers-Grizzlies series because I see on Twitter and all the and social media and all this stuff of like LeBron haters that are kind of rooting for LeBron because Dylan Brooks and the Grizzlies sucks so much is unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, exactly that where I was going to say, well, I f- somehow found a way to like root for some root against somebody more than LeBron. Yeah. And respect to the hell out of LeBron as a basketball player. Like he's incredible and all that, but it's just the, the, the flopping, all the extra complaining about stuff. I'm like, if you're that good, you don't need it. And then obviously when he was on the heat for forever and mm-hmm. the heat and the Pacers were yeah. always matching up and just couldn't stand him. But Dylan Brooks is like scum of the earth kind of like, I just cannot hit stand LeBron him. in the dick. Can't stand him. And then he's trying to play victim like, oh, everybody's painting me out to be a villain. Everything you're doing, you're trying to be yeah, this character. He wants that role. Yeah. And you, you're not, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. I'll say it. I think Dylan Brooks is the biggest pussy of all time because him talking all this shit and then not being available to the media after game three was yeah. the like most coward thing you could do as a basketball player. Here's my thing with the Grizzlies. They, what have they won? They haven't won anything. Exactly. What? They made They're it to what, like, the second round of the Western Conference uh, tournament last year. Yeah, and it's like they're, they're acting like they are owed something. Yeah. You're playing against a guy that's been to the NBA Finals 10 times, yeah. and you're going to try to provoke that guy? Why? What are we doing? And Dylan Brooks saying, I don't respect you unless you drop 40 is the lamest thing of all time. And and like I've seen a lot of people trying to compare Dylan Brooks to Lance. At least the Pacers were a At game away Lance from the playable. finals. Yeah, and Lance played really well. He would get triple doubles in the playoffs, and we were one game away from yeah. the finals. Like This wasn't round one right. like, when we were playing LeBron. Dylan Brooks is bad at basketball, and yeah. he talks shit. Well, I, my favorite tweet of the night was when he got ejected. One of the NBA accounts I follow tweeted, can the Lakers choose to just keep letting him play? Right. Because he was hurting the <laughs> right, Grizzlies. Right. He really was. He really was. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's just something I wanted to bring up. That I'm glad that I'm glad the LeBron haters and the LeBron stands are kind of on the same, same page for once ever. I also just want to put it into perspective in case he ever finds this podcast. Um, that it's really easy for us to sit here behind a microphone in a living room, um, calling a six foot seven, two hundred twenty five man the biggest pussy of all time. Yeah. I His think name exactly is Zach we Parsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my Dylan Brooks. I want that smoke. That was my co-host Zach Parsons, not Jake Devon of the second year. I'm Nick. trying to help Co- you, Dylan Zach Brooks. Parsons. I want that smoke. Come on the pod. <laughs> I'll say it to your face on the pod. Let's unpack. Let's unpack. Let's it. unpack that. Yeah. So Dylan Brooks is, you know open invitation you might be needing a job here in about two years so maybe we'll have you be our intern or something <laughs> so disrespectful uh anyway um anything else in the nba nope the round one's been good guys this might be my last episode so it's been nice knowing you it should be mentioned anthony edwards is playing out of his mind in that Timberwolves Nuggets that game up last night. He, yeah, he, he played out of his mind. He scored 30 in like every game in this yeah. series. And you know, 
the Timberwolves. I mean, the Nuggets are just going to win in five, but right, no, but it should just be mentioned. Anthony Edwards is playing. Yeah, he playing he well. was the first overall pick. He was top billing coming out of college. He's he's living up to it. Yeah, for sure. If they didn't make just stupid trade after stupid trade, mm. the Timberwolves would probably be better. Yeah, yeah, that Gobert trade is bad. You wouldn't trade Rudy Gobert for Walker Kessler, let alone the other four, five first round picks they gave up. Yeah, and two role players that and were good. Two role players. Yeah, go ahead. Legitimate final NBA thought. Yeah. Thoughts up for Old Depot. So oh, sad that yeah, that guy just, just messed up how, is made of glass. You see how can. sad Cody Zeller looked yeah, on the bench. Yeah. I almost, I was like, oh, it's just so tough. sad. To, yeah, like he just can't ruptured get his, his body to do anything consistently. Yeah, ruptured his patellar tendon. Patellar, I think yeah. is what it was, but yeah, yeah. So thoughts up to Vic. Hopefully, yeah. he we get to see him play more basketball because that guy's fun when his body works. Yeah, for sure. This this one might this one might do it. For yeah. Him. I, Unfortunately, this one it was disgusting. We're watching, watch. we're watching the play right now, and he just kind of loses his foot. He knew immediately. And, yep, that's a man that's been hurt. Everyone on the court knew. Duncan Robinson was across the court. He knew yeah. immediately. Also, it's a little bit of the problem, a little bit of a problem for the Heat that Duncan Robinson is playing meaningful. He played good. He actually played good. Yeah, I mean, he's playing well, but like he's a guy that wasn't playing well, all they, for them. They need him with Hero out. Yeah, and Old Depot out now. Not, right, Old Depot was playing garbage time minutes here. So is Duncan, but. Hero is a huge loss. Old Depot, they keep losing guys at the same position. Yeah. That's going to really hurt them. Yeah. Who knows, though? They might win the series if Giannis doesn't figure it out and come is back. Is Giannis playing tonight? He got. He was hurt the last game. I don't know if he's going to play tonight. I think he's playing tonight. Uh, fact check on that. Yeah. Injury report, just Wes Matthews out. So it looks like Giannis is back. Oh, well, Old Depot's questionable. <laughs> so he might he might suit up tonight. I'll start believing in God the- again if Old Depot suits up for this game. Yeah. I heard the, sur- the surgery is not until later this week. Right. So if so he's not going they, under the knife, then uh, you I'd never say know. they got it. They got a few more minutes of running him. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Uh, okay, let's move on to baseball really quick. This will this will be quick, and then we'll do uh, do our top fives. I don't know if you boys are aware, but we are. We might be watching potentially the worst team to ever play Major League Baseball, the Oakland A's, and. Again, if anybody gambles on baseball, bet responsibly. But please bet just the run line against the Oakland A's and the team total over, and it will hit more often than it doesn't. I am so sad with this whole Oakland A's stuff. They're so bad right now. They have until 2027 in that city, and then they're gone. And it's just just unfortunate because back in the heyday of Oakland A baseball, they were some of the most fun to root for. And... It's sad that if you don't know, they're moving to Las Vegas confirmed yep. in 2027. So uh, Oakland will have lost two teams uh, to Las Vegas at this point. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think me and me and Kaiser, this was going into the weekend, but we looked at what the number, you know, the wins they're on pace for, and they were on pace for like 27 wins, I want to say. And 162 game, and 162 game season for people who don't know. For, for those at home. So not good. Not good. Uh, Bad, some would say. Horrible. <laughs> um, this tweet came from Jared Carabas talking about the A's, but Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon, and Sean Murphy, who have all been on the A's within the last probably three years, mm-hmm. um, are hitting a combined 294 with a 978 OPS and 20 home runs and 72 RBIs, the four of them. The A's as an entire team have hit 19 home runs and 73 and have scored 73 runs to give you an idea of kind of how bad things have gotten. Is uh, the Moneyball guy there, Billy Billy Bean or whatever, he, is he still in charge? He took a promotion. He's not the GM anymore. Yeah. He's basically like kind of 
Larry Bird did in his He's kicking, final right? days of the Pacers. It just kind of feels like we have all the makings of Moneyball 2 when they fix this situation they've gotten <laughs> themselves in now. Well, uh, and this is probably for another podcast, but I think Moneyball, I love Moneyball the movie, but it's like the biggest lie ever told in a sports movie ever. But that's... An, Sorry, I was about to go, go on a Moneyball rant. I decided against well, it. Well, what is just your number one reason why you say that? Just give well, me that because, real quick. Because in the movie, they paid, what, 225000 per win, and the Yankees paid $1.2 That's their, like... Well, because when you watch the movie, you they make it sound like that David Justice and Scott Hatterberg were the two best players on this team. Right, no, it was Jermaine Dye and... Carlos Pena for half the year, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, not that at all. They had the AL MVP, Miguel Tejada, on that team. Miguel Tejada, yeah. And they had potentially the best pitching staff in baseball on that team. Mark Mulder, Tim Hudson, Hudson. and Barry Zito, Zito, that nobody cares to talk about. Well, those guys were all on their first six years in the MLB, right? That's why they were so so cheap. But I 100% get it. But they also don't mention those guys at all. They make it sound like Scott Hatterberg is the reason why they won all these games. No, right. I think this overall arcing theory, though, is that they didn't pay anyone in any kind of ballpark like the Yankees. But I just wish they but they also made it sound like they didn't have any good players. All right. Parsons can't stand Scott Hatterberg. We get it. (laughs) Well, no, it's just like Chad Bradford and Scott Hatterberg weren't the reason why the Oakland A's won so many games. And if you watch that movie and you aren't like a baseball fan and don't know the story, they would make it they would make it sound like Scott Hatterberg was God and he's just not. And so that's my issue with that. That's fair. I see what you're saying. Sounds like we don't need a second podcast for Moneyball. The theory of the movie, though, still stands. Like, sure, they could have focused on different players, in your opinion. Well, not even just different players, just like mention why they're winning games. Right. Not like the story of Scott Hatterberg and Chad Bradford and David Justice is like great. But like, holy shit, man, we have four of the best players in baseball on our team and we're not even fucking mentioning it. Right. All homegrown. We got, home we got weirdly off the rails. The A's yeah. stink. What else yeah. about baseball, Sorry. Zach? <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Well, fucking Jake DeBond asked about it, so you know, I was I had to give it to the people. So anyway, <laughs> baseball. Um the Cardinals stink, but Nolan Gorman's hitting baseballs really far, so that's fun. Yeah, our pitching is just it's unwatchable. Yep. And then Jared Kalinick, who was a former top prospect in the game, had two bad years in baseball and uh, kind of was getting written off is now having a, a breakout year for Seattle, which is cool to see. I do have a baseball headline. Sure. What I don't know his name. There's okay, a great headline. There's yeah. There's a guy for the Pirates who has been in the minor leagues for 13 years and he got called uh, up. I'm so Maggie. glad. I'm so glad you Maggie. brought that up. I have that. And do you? Nice. Maggie. Drew Maggie, a 33 year old infielder, called up to the big leagues with Brian Reynolds going on bereavement. Did he spend time in Indianapolis? He had to have, right? (laughs) I would say. Um, But yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see he'll he'll be up with the big leagues for you know whatever a week or two until Brian Reynolds gets back. But doesn't matter. You made it. Yeah, he made it. It was. And if you haven't seen the video, it went viral over the weekend. Just go watch it. Just search his. Has he actually played? Because I saw something that he actually got called up with the Twins a few years ago, but didn't play. Mm. Mm, It's called like being like a phantom ball player. He's like Moonlight Graham in the Field of Dreams. You're like a a phantom (laughs) ball player that you were on the team, but you never actually saw the field. So. If he hasn't gotten on the field, I hope he does. Yeah. Also, if it hasn't gotten mentioned on your guys' podcast yet, Pirates, a lot of fun right now. Yeah, we're, so they're in, good. In case that goes away, just want to acknowledge the Pittsburgh enjoy, Pirates enjoy it are now. a very good baseball team right now. Enjoy it now. 
Uh, and then last baseball thing, the Tampa Bay Rays are just unbelievable. Still very good. Uh, I have a stat here from Sarah Langs um, on Twitter. The Rays have hit 48 home runs and have, and have allowed 12. That's a plus 36 home, di- home run differential and is the second largest in a team's first 22 games of the season, only behind the 2003 Yankees, who are plus 37, 44 hit, 7 allowed. So I think they've hit a home run in every single game, and they're just – they are unbelievable. Homer for, 20, for the 22nd straight game. Crazy for the Red Sox to be last in that division at 12 and 11. Yeah. Plus 500. Yeah. yeah, so we're about 25, 23, 24, 25 games into the season. So it's been a fun season so far, but uh, just wanted to give give the Rays their due, due there. You guys want to get in some top fives? Let's do it. All right. I'm top excited fives. for this one. Uh, so this was a... A TikTok some, inspiration. Yeah, does someone want to explain Yeah, this Ben, need to intro you? this. True. All right, so the premise of this is blindly ranking five items uh, that are only known to the person who chose the category. And then, so let's say I chose, um, I don't know, things to do after work. And then I would say, I don't know, nap. Where does that fall in your top five? And Parsons, Jake, and Alex would give, you know, a ranking one to Mm -hmm. five, and then they just have to kind of hope that nothing better better or worse you know, right. So that way they can kind of... So if I put something as number one and then something better comes up, I you're like just screwed myself. Yeah. Right, yes. right. I do also want to shout shout out uh, the Makeshift Project. Uh, that is the podcast that currently does these uh, on a regular basis. Um, great content. We will We're stealing your shit. Steal your shit. We're stealing that shit. What's the, what's the saying? Uh, Im- imitations, the greatest form of flattery. Finest form of flattery. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Exactly. So, who wants to start us off? Are you ready? I'm ready. Dude. Okay. So, is Ben, are you like going to do this too? Nice. Okay. So, my category is states you would like to live in. Okay. I got five states. I'm going to read them in the order that I wrote down. Just you have one to, at a time, obviously. Right, right. Okay. And yep. you have to tell me which one through five. So, we'll just go down the line. We'll start with yeah. Save and then Ben, then me, and then we'll just make the list that way. And I kind of want to hear your reasons for where you put of it. Of course. Just, just real quick snippet, okay? Sure. So, saving first. Sure. First state, Kentucky. God. Five. Uh, <laughs> it's not your turn, Ben. Wait your turn. Yeah, uh, Man, your bachelor party was in Kentucky, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I was way too quick on the five. I mean, it was... Kind of in Kentucky, it was kind of, it was more but in also in Ohio. Cincinnati. Well, Le- legally we were in Kentucky. Yeah, Louisville's yeah. in Kentucky, kind of in Ohio. This the address is n- of the Airbnb we were in. This Plus, is news to me. My birthday um, was in Kentucky. <laughs> just found that out. Actually, no, that. my birthday was in Indiana. This and year. you could, okay. yeah, you could live somewhere and then travel, um, you, you know. I, I will say five just because I'm, ho- I just can't imagine anything okay. being more Kentucky. And that just kind of goes along with the theory of I've, I've learned in my 30 years of life that what other state is directly south of your state is the one that you make fun of as like, oh, True. you know, yeah. what's going on down there kind of stuff. So Kentucky can go five for me for sure. How about you, Benjamin? We have, I, are you standing by? Five. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wish it could be 50. Kentucky, oh, my Lord. Kentucky might be the last state for me as well. So. In the whole union? I think so. You'd rather go to Alaska? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Alaska's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'll take six hours of daylight I did not expect so much Kentucky snow. slander. <laughs> Dude, Kentucky, we Kentucky live in Indiana, so I said it's true. Everybody, it's just Kentucky, Kentucky you know. Sucks, though. Uh, yeah. 
Kentucky. So you're going 5-2? Five. Five, okay. Wow, unanimous. Alex yeah. Saban. Maine. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Maine into the microphone. Maine. Maine. Um, Don't have too much pop. Never, I'll say never never been to Maine. <laughs> I've heard great things. Apparently, like, what is it? Lobster right. in Maine is... Yeah, big seafood culture. Big old thing. Um, I hear it's nice. Seems pretty good. I'll, I'll put it three. Just right in the middle. Because I don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. But I've heard good things, so... Definitely better than Kentucky. Yeah, definitely better than Kentucky. Four. Four. Wow. Four. I think What's I'm your reasoning for four real quick, Ben? So I've been out like eastern New York and like Vermont, New Hampshire areas that are like a little more rural. Like there's just not a lot out there. It's, right. It's very like it's worse than like Indiana cornfields, to be honest. Like Indiana's not that bad. I didn't put Indiana on the list because Indiana is like top five yeah, in the so whole union. I just kind of see it as... That's my four spot. So respect. How about you, Parsons? I'll go. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I think I'm gonna go three, and Smart. I'll go three because I think living in the Northeast would be kind of sick, and the lobster rolls are what are what's gonna make me happy. So I'll go three there. For the record, I have been to Maine. Their food is amazing, and their views are amazing. I don't. I feel like a winner there would be a little rough. So I understand some of the lower rankings. And a lot, not a big sports scene, which would be huge for me. Right. Okay. Alex Haven, your third state is Arkansas. Thank God I left the four open. (laughs) Christ. Uh, That's a four for me, too. Just the the way Jake DeBond reacted to Kentucky. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, everybody put Kentucky last. I was like, he's going to sneak another one in in this five. Arkansas is better than Kentucky. But Um, let's go in order. Everybody, let there be order on this podcast. Arkansas, (laughs) I I know the capital's Little Rock. Yeah. It's spelled like Kansas, but it's not pronounced Kansas. America, explain. Yeah. it's it's probably hot because it's in the south. They don't have any professional sports teams that I'm aware of. Right. Nope. So I don't know. It's four. definitely four. How about you, Benjamin? So since I already gave away four, uh, three. <laughs> that's tough. Damn. You're just working Arkansas. backwards. Damn. You'd rather go to Arkansas than Maine. It's yeah, kind of insane. Stupid. Yeah. Any reasonings I mean, for this? There's not a whole lot to say. About Arkansas, like you said, we know we know the capital. <laughs> the, the lobster's like, not quite as good in Arkansas yeah, as Maine. Exactly. Stay away from the Arkansas sushi, I would say. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot of fresh import there, so mm, it's tough. It has to be my three. You would have an SEC football school. That's pretty cool. Basketball okay. school, the must bus. True. Go. How about you, Parsons? What would you rank? Four. Them? Four. I mean, it's the most obvious number four. It's better than Kentucky, um, but <laughs> yeah, it's Kentucky sucks, bro. It just does. You guys are um, you're gonna hate me for the rest of this list. Here we but go. but I'm closer. <laughs> but I'm closer to the must bus. So also just all the Kentucky slander. You had your 30th birthday. We went to Little. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not true. We stayed in Indiana. True, the better state. Um, we went downtown Louisville. Yeah, we did. But we, but stayed, we stayed in. in Indiana. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just both of you. All this slander. I'm I the love, nicest about it, and I have no ties to Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. I had a fine time. It was kind of a shitty day when we went, so, you know. Clearly, I had to be blacked out to be there. Right, exactly. Well, (laughs) responsibly. Responsibly Responsibly blacked out. Shout out to, what was that troll pub place we went to? Um, Under the bridge troll uh, something. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was just That was good. Somebody who's been to Louisville, help us out and let us know what that place was called. Right across from the KFC Yum Center. Or is that the KFC Yum? Or Yum Foods or whatever it is. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Next state, uh, Saban. Is North Dakota. Oh, fuck you, dude. 
Lick yeah, my sack. You guys, this is your fault. You have bad list management. You have bad. You literally. Took I may have me. I may have picked five bad ones in purpose. I was like, you do. Made, yeah. I was like, you <laughs> five bad states. He just googled like rank the top fifty states that BuzzFeed probably did in yeah. twenty sixteen, and right. then pulled forty six no, through fifty. Honestly, and was like, here's here's what we're gonna 100%. do. I swear to God, right. I just um, pulled five states out uh-huh. of my brain. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah. North, North Dakota is number two. Okay, fair. Um, it does have great views. There are a lot of times I just want to be, you know, secluded, some nice nature around me, and. Is North Dakota the one that has the um, no, that's Mount Rushmore? South is that South Dakota? South Dakota? <laughs> yeah, good. I don't want tourists in my area, so I would love to be in North Dakota. I believe Bismarck is the capital, and that is all I know. How about you, Benjamin? Are you going to shake it up, or are you going to go too? You sure can't put you, North Dakota number one. Are you scared You got about me, my next yeah, one? You got, you got me worried here. Um. I don't know. I got this pulled up. I just Google searched North Dakota, and we got p- things people ask. What are three things North Dakota is famous for? Spring wheat, durum wheat, and dry edible peas. So, no, I mean. Hey, number one producer of honey in the nation. There you go. Okay. Love the bees. They got good nature. You're right, I think. I think I'm going to go number one on this one just because I worry what your next one's going to be. Okay. I like just that. North Dakota kind of screams to me like you own a cabin on a lot of land. It time is moving slow because you're just sipping beer sipping whiskey on your front porch watching the cattle roam i like it what about you Parsons? dude low-key north dakota is one and it's not even close and i'll and i'll tell you why i've done 45 seconds of north dakota research here as they've been talking <laughs> and let me tell you just from a quick google search i might just fucking move to north dakota guys. <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you these studies prove that low crime show that Chrome uh, they have low crime rates, good employment rates, low sales tax, better air quality, and low cost of living. Are you fucking kidding me? That sounds nice. Yeah, because there's no one out there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to deal with anybody, bro. So I can kind of like you're kind of joking about like moving there, and I'm like, shit, boys, are we no, planning? A, are I'm we being, planning a trip to North Dakota? I'm being dead ass right now. It's about as dead ass as you can be. They, they have to have like beautiful oh, um, yeah. like parks and stuff North that Dakota you can like go check ass. out. Should should we do a live show in North Dakota? <laughs> you want to? I'm down. A, a, the second unit podcast live show. Who would, who would come out to North Dakota? I, I sure would. I, I sure would. Do it in the summertime. All right. For the record, if I hit the lottery, I move into one of those states up there in the middle yeah, north of the country. Away. Montana, North yeah. Dakota, one of one of those states. Um, save. You want to hear your number one? Yes. It's yeah. Kansas. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Doug, Doug used to live there. Our friend Doug used to live there. He the, loves uh, it. Yeah, better than Arkansas, because at least we're pronouncing this one the right way. True. Um, Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. Uh, True. Blue blood out there. Yep. Um, you could live in Kansas City, kind of. Yeah, I was like, the I get Patrick part. Mahomes <laughs> yeah. to cheer for. Yeah. He's in Arrowhead's Missouri, Kansas City, cool. though. It's, it's all the <laughs> same. Don't, don't take this from me. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. I've got the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so I have sports to watch. Um. Awesome. Yeah, no, you absolutely picked bottom five, top 50 states. and I think my list is right, for the record. Kansas will be two for me. I think my list is right. So, yeah. for the record, part other of than yeah. Maine. Other than Maine, I would take Mid- Maine. Midwest is what I know, so I love Kansas, number yeah. one. We love that. How do you feel about your list, Ben? For the listener at home, Ben has North Dakota one, Kansas two, Arkansas three, Maine four, Kentucky five. I'm kind of upset that I didn't just follow suit and do North Dakota's number two, so like five, four, three, two, one, because I've expressed 
before that I would like to see a tornado in person. <laughs> That's fucked up. Just like from afar, but like live. We can go do that. You don't have to. We, I was like, we live in Indiana. You yeah. could probably do that. You're just gonna have to hop in the car a little. But bit. I'm just oh. like, there's there's like a you know high percentage out there. Just and uh, what's wrong with you? I don't. You know, <laughs> I, like, I do not desire to see. Have a you not seen Storm Chasers? Ben's on his own. I used Ben's to watch a lot of Storm Chasers as a child, and I thought that was the coolest thing, especially when they had this like ben. satellite made of cans that they but threw you into but the nobody thing. wants to live near those places, Ben. I don't know. Ben's favorite. movie movie of all time is it's twister, twister yeah 100 so followed par- by sharknado yeah parsons is on record saying he thinks his list is correct which is north dakota kansas maine arkansas kentucky i i for the record i'm not going to say correct because i would flip maine and kansas but everything else i no issue with. what about you Savin? do you actually believe your list is correct the way you have it um i'm actually kind of okay with it just because sucking the kentucky. only thing is i would put maine a little higher just because i hear good things about Maine, but I didn't think about what you pointed out with like winter time yeah. up there would not yeah. be a good time. I mean, it's time, basically so. Canada. Yeah. Right. So yeah, no, I'm fine with my list. All right. Rock talk, Jayhawk. That was a good top That five. was a good first one, yeah. Uh, we're going to do a second one. Should we do a second one or wait for how how long is this going right now? Let's do one more, All Dad. Right, we'll do one more. We'll do mine. Uh, if that's okay with you, Ben. Yeah, no, I didn't prepare one. Oh, <laughs> this was Ben's idea. He didn't even prepare one. He, well, he gave his example to explain it. I gave it. it as an example because I didn't make five options. That's true. So. Uh, mine are top five road trip snacks. Mm. Going on a road I'm trip. I'm interested to see what you have because I am I think me and you snack differently. So it'll be interesting. These are all things you, you can find in a gas station. Right. Okay. Right. So that's five, five top five energy. road trip, road trip <laughs> gas station snacks, I guess. Okay. And uh, so this is all... Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> Got it? Yeah. Gas station. Got it. Gas station. Yeah. Find it in a gas station. First one, peanut M&M's. Jake's Bond. Okay. See, I like chocolate better than like fruity candy. Mm-hmm. So, but peanut M&M's are some of the, on the worst side of M&M's in my opinion. Ooh. I'd rather have peanut butter. I'm a peanut butter M&M guy. Peanut butter M&M's are fire too though. Um, and I'd ra- you know what? And if we're talking M and M's, I'd rather have mini M and M's. Okay. Give me that shooter of like that tube, right. you know. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right in the middle, three for okay. peanut M and M's for me. That that shocked me for a second. I was like peanut M and M's at the bottom, and I was like, not enough sugar. This is the man who yeah, drinks right. sugar yeah. and yeah. calls it coffee when right. we go to breakfast. Yeah. Um, peanut M and M's. I'll put it four. I do like peanut M and M's, but if I'm having a road trip snack, I want something like more filling, mm-hmm. and I just, I just personally, M and M's wouldn't really okay. be my thing. But Fair. they're good. But four. Mm, I'm also gonna go four. I, I like, like you said, I like peanut M and M's, but I think there are several other options that I would opt for. Okay, not you the make worst. Fun of me, not the worst in the world, but I got them highest on the list. It's true. <laughs> That's true. It was it was just the way you said <laughs> compared to other M and M's that yeah. they are yeah. lowly. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Which I don't agree. That's with. fair. But just M and M's in general is a road trip snack. Not my favorite. Number two, we're gonna go white cheddar popcorn. Mmm. This is this is a good one. Like, mm, like so smart like food. Smart food. Okay. Oh man, on brand too. Yeah. Okay. Brand. Name. Oh, we're getting name brands. <laughs> smart name pop. That's the best kind. <laughs> yeah. Smart food. Dang it. I'm afraid. I think I put peanut M&M's too high. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going to go four here confidently for smart food. Wow. 
under peanut M&Ms. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest popcorn guy in the whole world, but I I don't know. This definitely could be a mess up looking back. After right. two picks, when we take our North Dakota road trip, don't let Jake DeBond be in charge of snacks. Right. Yeah. That's I what I know. I know I snack differently what than I know. everyone here. I snack different. I'm so um, different. <laughs> I'll put it two. I'll leave a spot in case there's something that really blows my mind, but I, I could easily end up looking back on this and want this one. Okay. Cheddar popcorn is chef's kiss. The yeah. only thing is in the car. You'd be all well, full of the little yeah. cheese dust, and I don't you know need, what I don't know what to do naps. with it in the car. Yeah, wet naps. and the wet kernels naps. get stuck in your teeth, yeah. man. Not, mm. Just a little snack for later, Jake. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three. I love I love some popcorn. You guys know that. True. I will eat a large popcorn movie theater popcorn before the previews are over. So <laughs> it's kind of surprising. I'm surprising myself that I'm not just saying one right now, yeah. but I'm optimistic for the next. Next few options here. Because so. it feels like Zach set us up for success and not <laughs> failure. I don't know. Look at his face. Uh, number three. <laughs> number three. Black licorice. Yeah. Damn. Uh, number three. I will reveal my top five uh, of how I would do this at the end. But um, sour gummy, gummy worms. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going five. I don't want them at all. You don't fuck with sour gummy worms. No, I don't like gummy worms at all, period. Sour, not sour. Okay, you said you don't snack on fucking whatever you said before, and you're more into fruity shit. No, I said I'm not. I like chocolate, and I don't like fruity candy, no. So I'm going to go five on this one, but there's probably going to be two very putrid things up here. So no Sour Patch Kids? Sour Patch Kids, Swedish Fish, Mm -hmm. all bad. See? Damn. That's a staple food group. I know. I'm just not a candy guy unless it's chocolate. Okay. Chocolate. <laughs> Cut that. No, that's good content. Okay. Sour gummy worms. It's not my favorite in the category of like sweet but sour like candies, but I'm worried that if I don't put it one, it's going to be, I'm going to regret that. Shit. I'll put it at three and it just goes back to, um, if I'm snacking on a road trip, I want like a filling, crunchy kind of snack. But I do love some good, some sour candy. Oh, so. I'll give you something crunchy here in a minute. Don't worry, pal. And after that comment, I'm going to put this at one. Nice. I love sour candy. Yeah. I literally could just eat lemon heads till my mouth was raw. <laughs> I love sour candy. Have you ever done that? Like actually wrecked your whole oh, mouth? Yes, absolutely. Ben would yeah. be the kind of kid that would there do was, that. Absolutely. I, I did it with Warheads on a road trip when I was younger. Yep. Shout out shout out Alex Brockman uh, with his family. We went to Tennessee. I had so many Warheads, the roof of my mouth and my tongue were bleeding. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Being 15 is hard. Uh, number four, pork rinds. Well, it's going to two. I should have. Honestly, I wish the popcorn and the pork rinds were switched, but I don't hate pork rinds, rinds, whatever. Pork what? I, I, I almost said pork loins. Wants pork loins. I almost said loins, and I got you know rinds in there. They're not my favorite, but the problem is you can eat like 10 of them, and then you're like, I'm done with these. Right. <laughs> so, True. So that number two is what I have to put it, because that's all I have. I have one and two left. Yeah. Easy number five, not a pork rind guy. The end. I have a question about pork rinds. Why do people say like, pork rinds are healthy for you that's the uh the keto-esque people yeah do people they, say they're that? low carb yeah. and high fat yeah i mean uh, i don't know it's okay. it's 
Like, it's so fried pig skin, so I would beg to differ. It's high in saturated fat. But if you ask the keto people, they're like, this is God's gift to earth. Right, absolutely. Oh, well, I'm just healthy. I'm happy then. Right. <laughs> I mean, they probably also claim that butter is good in your coffee. So True. That's, mm. Good point. Shout out Will Levis. Or what did he do? Mayo. Mayonnaise. Mayo in oh, his coffee. See, equally as bad. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, worse, I'd say. I'd rather put butter in there. Right. Ben, what would you say here with? Uh... I'm going to go two for me. I don't. I don't mind a, a pork rind. Uh, I think a pork rind is like fine every once in a while. Right. Yeah. It, it's. It's just like a crunchier kettle baked chip. <laughs> just tastes worse. I'm just laughing because this is this is why we do these lists. Ben's gonna have this next answer be his <laughs> fifth, and me and Sarah are both gonna have it as number one. <laughs> so. I just am not happy that I'm gonna end up with the same top snack option as Jake. DeBuy. Yeah, you made fun of me and look yeah. at all this. So oh, yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah. And then the last one I have written down here is uh, the hot dog you get at a gas station. Oh, I'm glad that's in my five spot. I wouldn't put it at one, but I wouldn't put it at five. Yeah. So I'll go either hot dog or uh, taquito, whichever one. You oh well, do. then shit. Oh, you it's taquito. Oh, <laughs> you, okay, <laughs> go back. Go back. <laughs> okay, no, just hot dog. Okay. Uh, I am nothing but ecstatic that hot dogs, I will eat any hot dogs, so many hot dogs, hot dogs are the best. Yeah. Also, I don't know if this is really a road trip snack, but if you're a psycho that gets a hot dog on a road trip, <laughs> good for you. God yeah, bless. good point. Yeah. I honestly don't think I've ever had one, but like the, yeah. the hot dogs on the rollers, don't scare me. It looks okay. good. I've never had one either. Fun fact. All right. On the way to North Dakota, All we're right. getting hot boys. <laughs> Maybe maybe for our live show, we'll give out gas station hot dogs, if, Speedway hot dogs. If we do maybe gas station hot dogs, we'll just really have to map out where the rest areas are and right. make sure that it's in a... You get it. Right. Bathroom. Sort of situation. You guys are making fun of me picking bad states. These are a lot of bad snacks up there. There's a lot of bad ones up there. There's three bad ones. There's three good ones and three two bad ones. No, there's three bad ones, two I, good ones. For, for the record, my list, I have uh, peanut M&M's one, cheddar popcorn two, sour worms three... Hot dog four, pork rinds five. That's fair. Yeah. Very fair. But uh, but peanut M&Ms and white cheddar popcorn are probably like the top two things I go to for a road trip snack. So that's why I put them on there. Um, but yeah, that was top five. Let us know what you think. Of, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you guys think of this instead of drafts or like a, we'll, we'll keep doing drafts. We have a couple draft ideas in the bank, but uh, just wanted to switch it up, switch it up this episode. Um, but that about wraps us up for episode eight. If you're still listening to this point, thank you so much. Uh, please like and subscribe to the second unit podcast on Spotify. If you can, uh, or follow whatever, whatever it's called. Just keep clicking buttons. Yeah. Until something yeah. Happens. Like subscribe, unsubscribe, like again. I don't know. I don't know how all that works, but, uh, but I really appreciate everyone listening and we will be back next week for more stuff. I'm going to recap the NFL draft. Bye-bye.